Hello and welcome to Daft Souls episodes New Year. Happy New Year to all of you and thank you for listening. Once again, it is me and Mr. Quinn's Quentin Smith. Hello, Matt. How's it going? It's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. New Year, new you. So I'm, I'm, gonna I'm be pretty sure I'm the same me. Turning you into a different person throughout oh, the episode of this podcast. You can try. Using magic. Well, no, hopefully we can all turn ourselves into different people because this one's a bit of an unusual <laughs> uh, episode. It's going to be slightly shorter than usual, but I kind of figured that... With the new year coming round, it's a time when a lot of people are thinking about this sort of thing, or maybe you're not thinking about this sort of thing, but if you are, you might find this of interest. So what I'd like to talk about specifically this uh, week is is some of the crossover we have between games and fitness or sport, right? Well, not sport, actually, not necessarily, because sport is something which is already a game which involves fitness. But many of us, I find anyway myself, I'm not really interested in a lot of traditional sports, because maybe I've been playing so many bloody games my whole life that I want the control, right? You know, I don't like the idea of football because, you know, why can't I be all 11 people? Football is basically a simulation of being unimportant. You know, you're one person (laughs) and then there's 20 or something people. Are you the man that kicks it into the goal? Probably not. Well, then you don't matter. See, this is exactly... If I was allowed to score all the goals at school, I'd be a different man The thing is, I think it's actually quite a different sport in the real world, but we're we're basing it off the way it was at school. (laughs) (laughs) The popular person gets to do the goals. Yeah. You can go in the goal. The thing is... It's the person who was always the least popular got stuck in goal. It's always me. Yeah. But goals, goalie is hugely important. Right? It is, yeah. Um, but goalie is also like it's a binary state whereby it. The nobody, best, uh, yeah, nobody ever like, goes. Oh, you're either really good because you haven't let any. Yeah, in. the best thing you can do as the yeah. goalie is not fuck up. Whereas you know, like a striker can do a goal and then you win because of him. It's one of those things where if a striker misses four shots but then gets another one, that's fine. They got a goal. If a goalie lets you let in four goal. goals but block one, that's no good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or even like block three, let in one, still no good. Yeah, They're basically just stacked against you. Anyway, uh, for, for not talking about that, we did a good job of talking about that. No, um, basically it's a new year and it's nothing to do with a new year for me, but I've been trying to get into fitness a lot, mainly because it's just like over the winter, I find I suffer a lot from like SAD stuff. I find that the, the dark weather stuff makes me kind of miserable and yeah. I always get through this with exercise and exercise I find really, really boring. It is. Okay, so let's let's pre- preface this, all of our adventure in talking about exercise with we're both geeks, we're both incredibly easily bored, we're both control freaks, I think. Yeah. And was, But what we have discovered is we have found two things that are so much fun and so video game-like that we're able to get all the sort of endorphins and adrenaline and, and panic and excitement from exercise in a way that's basically a video game. And I've got to say as well, you just tapped in something that I wanted to mention right at the start and I'll mention now, <sighs> is if you're sitting here going, oh, come on, I don't want to move my limbs. I just want to twiddle some sticks and tap some buttons. I don't know. You, uh, you sound, how like, old does Matt sound then, right now? Come on, like, pull it together. Yeah, I'm not going to say you suck, but you can be better because the thing is, like, why do we like playing games? We like playing games because they tickle our brain. They do things in our brain, which is nice. And and man, like, if you want to try tickling, you do exercise combined with something that's a bit like a game, and it's just fantastic. So you know, we do this for drugs being pumped into our brain from our brain. So come on, give yeah. it a shot. Okay, if, you, if you've never been into it, give it a shot. Because this is the secret, right? Currently, exercise now has. It's not the 1950s anymore. It's not doing jumping jacks in like Orwell's 1984 in your pajamas and touching your toes. No, people, humans have gotten so good at taking all the lessons from video games now. Like in MMOs, you know, we like watching numbers go up. That tickles our brain. 
the stuff we're going to talk about today is that exact same thing, you know, uh, of watching numbers increase, of feeling better, feeling like you've achieved something even when you haven't, yeah. and then getting such joy from that. Because that's the big problem, really, with any kind of exercise, is you need to set yourself a goal, right? And often the goals are just rubbish. Like, you know, like people go, oh, i run this far in this amount of time, but it's, it's airy-fairy, and Matt, often the goals are really far away. What if the goal was to not die and to protect a zombie survivor camp? So, yes, one thing you've gotten me into this week, <laughs> uh, which is amazing, I'm honestly shocked by this because I've never been able to run for longer than about 10 minutes. My old housemates used to joke about it and just take the piss out of me because I'd say, I'm going out for a run, and then I would return in, like, eight minutes and be like... <laughs> I get bored, right? What's the point? What is the point of like, there's nothing to do. Why am I doing this? I just want to get the blood going around my body a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the thing is with this, it's called a Zombies Run. Right? Zombies, comma, run. It's actually called Zombies Run 3. So, I, I mean, I've heard about uh, this idea. It's an app where you put it on your phone, you're running away from zombies during a run. It didn't really sell me on it. And then a friend we had staying for Christmas told me about it and got me so excited and it's called Zombies Run 3 now because it's developed so many features and it's basically an RPG. It's a whole base building game where, yes, you run away from zombies but so much more now. It's really, really well-rounded. I mean, it's it's this thing of like you've got different missions you can do. Each mission is about half an hour long which is like how long you're supposed to go for a run or do exercise in but I've never really managed to do because I just get so bored. Mm -hmm. Whereas now like... I, I still haven't managed to do it because I get bored after about 20 minutes and think, oh, I'll be the stop now. Or like, Really? You haven't well, no. even seen a mission through to the end? Well, no, but because the thing is, I've only done like a handful of missions and I've, I've, I need to. The next time I'm going to, from now on, I am seeing missions well, through all Just because it's more satisfying. I know, and that's the thing else. is, it's like even just by doing a little mission and, and knowing I've wrapped up a mission, yeah. it means I'm actually looking forward to going, I'll probably go for a run tonight. And just I'm looking forward to running for half an hour yeah. because I will have then done a thing. Yeah, no, me too. So I have to stop you there and get everyone at home to clear what they think this is because there is uh, this tendency to assume you are running away from zombies. And when we start talking about missions, what we mean is that the plot of Zombies Run is actually that you are the runner for a camp of survivors in a zombie apocalypse. You are called Runner 5. And the idea is when you go for a run, for example, in a mission, maybe there's a township over the hill. You need to go and warn them that they've got a load of zombies coming. And that actually is a very boring example of what Zombies Run can do. Every mission is really cleverly thought out and every mission is surprising. And the way it works is you go for your run and not only do you collect things on the way, like it might say, you've collected a baseball bat or like, you know, the robot voice telling you sports all these things. Endless sports bras and boxes of pants with me. I don't know why. I just And even though it's weird, is that that odd mechanic of like, there's a real degree of games when you can cheat games of... of it's odd. It's like, I know that if I wanted to, I could just open up the app and leave it on my desk. And over a period of half an hour, it would just, it would think, it would know I wasn't moving because it does look on GPS, <laughs> but it would still just act as if I was and give me stuff. Well, me and my friends were joking that, yeah, you could hypothetically turn it on when you're on a train, but then the app would think <laughs> that you briefly turned into the flash and then suddenly you're an oaf again. Yeah. and uh, But you don't do that. You don't. And that's the thing is, it's like, I kind of know that I'm running and running and running and it's like about every like, well, it's quite random actually in terms of the intervals, but sometimes you'll get lots of things at once. Like you found a bottle of water or you found a wrench or like, it'll tell you found this stuff and you keep running and you keep going a bit further than you would because you think, well, yeah, but I might get some more items in a bit. And yeah. then the items will help you build up the base. And, and, and then yes, you have this whole base building thing where you want to go for a run, excuse me, because if you haven't run in a couple of days, it might go, oh, your base has been attacked. And you go, 
well, I need supplies to fix it. How do I get supplies? And the game goes, why don't you go for a run? And you go, oh, screw you, game. You've got my number. <laughs> and it's so clever. And then, so yes, in addition to collecting items, you also have a kind of... To say radio play is accurate, but makes it sound far worse than it is. You have someone back at the base who's communicating to you via radio, and often other characters as well. One of the missions, or several of them actually, has you running with somebody else, so you have to kind of imagine is with you. And then these tell a story as you run. And also, and this is where the game design comes in, it is so congratulatory. Like, when you go for a mission and you solve a problem, I, I'm being as vague as possible because it's portal-like in the sort of uh, narrative uh, of just one person talking to you and you can't talk back because you're obviously a runner without a radio. Um, but it just people in your way who are so happy that you've gone for it, you're saving their lives and they're yeah. like, yes, you've come back. You're the hero of the there village. There was a bit in there, I think, in the first episode was like, oh, you're going so fast. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I am actually going quite fast. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't really know that, but it's like, yeah, I am. It's it's funny because at first it's like it starts off with this quite dry like uh, a voice actor of a woman saying in the helicopter being like and I thought oh this is a bit this voice acting is a bit crap but then it, from then onwards it, it plays off the fact that the people talking to you over the radio and trying to keep you chipper and asking you to do stuff mm. are clearly people who don't really know what they're doing yes and that's the classic zombie apocalypse. Um, you know, not the gritty version of Zombie Apocalypse where it's like, ah, you're not good enough to survive, you're going to die, of having people who are maybe a bit inept, but meanwhile, <laughs> who are doing their best. And it, yeah. it, it means it does kind of feel realistic. And at times it's like, I haven't maybe allowed myself to get so into it. Like there's a bit in the first episode where it's like, oh, look over there, there's a water tower. And I'm like, well, there isn't, there isn't a water tower. I'll see where I live in Greenwich, <laughs> I'm always able to find landmarks. I mean, even if I have to reach a bit, but... Oh, it's awful. I've actually got to the point now where, because there's real geography in the game, you know, you, you were told about all these other townships to the north and south and all this stuff. So if I go you on run in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> so I know there's this one community of scientists that's to the south, and I just picked that direction randomly at first, but in future it's like, oh, you need to go back there. I'll run to the same place. And that's, God, that's nerdy. But as it is, but at the same time, it's it's weirdly like there's something about it where there was a point where it's like, oh, there's, as he said, oh, there's too big a group over there. We need to take a different direction. And yep. I was just coming up to like a path where it went two ways. And I was like, well, I was going to go to the right. But then I kind of found myself going, well, I'll go to the you left. You do do a bit of light rolling. Like, you do. You end up like filling the gaps in. And even at one point, because I was running at night, I kind of got a bit freaked out at one point. Oh, I was like, I heard a noise and I was like, was that... I kind of, it's like, no, zombies aren't real. Like <laughs> There's an awful mission really early on where they play some sound effects you really don't want to be hearing, and that's all I can say. At the risk of sounding like an infomercial, there are a couple more features. This is the I thing. Have to like, tell feel... There are so many features in it. So one of them is that it works with your own music, so um, you in between radio segments, it will turn the music down a bit on your phone yeah. when it wants to talk, and it'll fade it back up. But also, there's a big file you can download, which is essentially radio mode. So if you finish a mission and want to keep running, or if you just don't fancy a mission, you don't fancy half an hour to go for five minutes, the plot is essentially, it's like in GTA, you know, there's radio and music, except instead of a professional radio station, it's just two dudes back at the base who want to be disc jockeys. So yeah. the first time you listen to it, they're like, hello, is the, is the equipment work? It is. All right, well, this song goes out to run a five, because no one else is listening right now, <laughs> but maybe they will. And then as you keep listening to radio mode, they become more professional and it's it's so it's clever. It's really good and it's really funny and it, it just taps into like, I, I, I'm enjoying the fact that clearly, yeah, they're, they're setting up like a narrat narrative arcs within it that you listen to. So it's kind of half like radio play. Well, not even half, there's so many things to it. You've got a radio play element. You've got the fact that then you're like doing this proper like- Story um, campaign? 
Yeah, so you've got the, you got the campaign of the story going on, yeah. and then you've got like the fact that it's properly just Pavlov dogging you by being like, <laughs> oh, you've got some more stuff, keep running for another five minutes, and maybe you'll get something else. Of yeah. being like, well, I'll keep running because I might get some more things. And then you've got this like, it's almost like a kind of, it's a, it's a bit, the, the, the building your base thing is a bit simple and ropey. It's not like, it's not bad, it's just very like, no frills. Oh yeah, but it's, it's no frills, but done with love. And I definitely, absolutely, and I it's do. kind of like an old, you know, alternate reality version of Farmville, where it's like you know none of the waiting for stuff. It's just like if you want to build stuff, it doesn't do any. Oh, you know, oh, you can pay money to finish this or whatever. Yeah. It's like you can only do it with the resources you get from going for a run. So you look at it and it's like, well, if you want to buy that, then you need more resources. So well, I mean, go what for else? a run. There are supply drop levels, which and this is another small feature. You tap, yeah. you tap a point on the map and it says, and you can pick from any. You number can pick of a supply. GPS point and they'd be like, oh, if you run here. And then that then, has its own story. And the thing that made me just lose my mind is um, there are special story missions and you can do these once. And if you want to do them again with another story, you can pay for them. But if you want to run a 10K, which would take most people about an hour, even if they're not very fit. So an hour's running isn't that bad. But just to incentivize you, it's like, here's a special, really long story mission uh, if you want to do a 10K. And the app will track how far you've run. But also, you know, if you do like a 10K or even a 20K, then the app will have something ready for it. It's like... Run a five, okay, this is going to be a really long, exhausting, but we need you to do this. It's the furthest anyone's ever run it's from Abel Township. Stuff, yeah. and it's and then, so clever. And then, obviously, you've got all of the traditional, like, tracking stuff of being like, oh, here's your average speed, here's your average, like, kilometre. Here's where you ran All the map. stats and stuff of, like, improvement stuff that you want from a kind of fitness app anyway. Because the thing is, like, don't get me wrong with this. I mean, I, it, as you say, it does sound like it's just suddenly out of nowhere. Like, that's a crazy infomercial about a running app. But I think, well, I think the thing is, like, I, I got really into, to go back to the roots of it, I got really into Wii Fit. Mm. Uh, back in the day, like it's a long time ago, <laughs> um, back when I first started realizing that, especially in the winter, like I needed to do some exercise, even though I didn't like the idea of exercise, I needed it just to keep my head straight and keep mm. myself happy. Yeah, um, and I found it really useful just because, I, again, I found exercise really boring, but found that when I was doing it within the framework of a game, um, it encouraged me to do more than I would and to go further and to do extra stuff and to spend longer doing exercise, which I thought was really useful. But I, I guess what's fascinating now, and it's possibly just I felt like I've been really ignorant about it for a long time, is that clearly this this app in particular, and I'm sure there's lots of other stuff like it now, have been quietly doing this stuff and improving for ages. So this is why I want to talk about it and why I'm being so shameless and like, oh my God, you have to play this. It's because I'm furious that the game's press has not covered this. And I mean, I'm someone who's plugged into the game scene. I do this for a living. Why on earth did none of uh, yeah, my friends or colleagues yeah. tell me this is the best, this is the most astonishing app? Like, if you're at all into exercise, or even if you're not, this is beautiful game design in a totally new field. It makes Wii Fit look so obvious. And yeah, so now I've come to it and it's like, oh, okay, well, it's getting I'll me do to it do. It's the thing is, it's, get, it's getting me to do something that I need to do that I can't be bothered to do. It's it's definitely like, I mean, you remember that awful, like, um, I forget his name. It was a TED talk a while back that did the rounds where it's like, he hypothesized a future which was inspired by game time where it's like, oh, you shut up and work. And he had a clicker that would make the noise of a Mario coin being picked up. And the idea is it's, he's, he hypothesized this future where you show up early on work, you get a point, you brush your teeth. Oh, that's twice a day. Oh, that's once every day this week. That's another point, more points, more points. And it was the creepiest thing you've ever seen because Absolutely. it showed that humans can just be controlled. Absolutely. But Zombie Run does it in a way that's, that's not creepy that I, I guess it might no, sound I think a that's little the, creepy no, that's the thing is it doesn't because I've well, I've known this for a while and I've seen this and I remember like there was a um, that, was it called Epic Epic List oh Epic Epic, Epic 
Oh, that doesn't help because about half the things I, on the yeah, island. I, know, but I remember at the time it seemed like, wow, it turns a to-do list. It's like, like epic uh, bullshit quest. Yeah, where you do um, small you, tasks. You do your and tasks and, and then up a hero. But it kind of, it was fun. It was a really fun idea. But the, the problem is, it's like really, oh, sorry. This, there was just theme, uh, which was cool and the art style and stuff. But then it was basically just like points. And it was this idea that if you turn your life into a game and you reward yourself points, then uh, like you will do things your life will be better, which is kind of true. And I do think we will gravitate towards a world which, like, in which most elements of our lives have been slightly turned into games. I mean, depending on how you look at it, obviously, like, you can argue that the whole capitalist system is a gamified system anyway, you know? Yeah. Like, we show up at work on time, oh, we get raises or, or we get fired. If we, you know, that's... All of human society But I guess it's better at, it's just better at uh, giving feedback. Yeah. Like, more directly. But I, th- I guess what, what never really worked for me with those things is it required you, like, to self... Uh, it wasn't just self-policing. It was self, like, f- you had to, like, you had to make the to-do list and you had to tick stuff off. Uh-huh. And it, it kind of made it feel a bit pointless. No, Zombie Run throws open a door to a world you want to be, you want to run, presumably. I mean, who doesn't really want to do exercise just because in terms of it, like, it makes you feel happy. It's one of those mental things. It's like, it's the equivalent of, like, wh- of, of like why, sm- why, it's just like, on paper, it's like, I used to be a smoker and I know you still smoke occasionally, but it's like, this thing of being like, why would you smoke? Like, on paper, it's insane. It's like, <laughs> there's nothing good about it. And even though you know that, a lot of the time you still do it anyway. But the same thing is like exercise. It's like when you start doing it, you're like, hang on a minute. Like, this doesn't take that much time. It, like, makes you happier. Like, <laughs> and like, even if that's all it did, it's something you can spend half an hour doing, and then you will be happy for a day, and you'll be more creative, and you'll work better, and everything will be better. Yeah. It just makes your whole life better. And yet... There's just something about it that's just so boring. <laughs> oh, so you're comparing smoking to not exercising because yeah. even though it doesn't make sense in any regard, you don't do it anyway. Because yeah, it's, it's like, why doesn't, why wouldn't everyone do it? And the answer is because it's boring. Well, actually, you need a reason to start. That's the thing is as soon as you're doing it and as soon as you're actually like 20 minutes in, you're enjoying it. Well, I mean, for me, my experience with running, because I was like, I was like chubbier when I was 16 and I ended up becoming a skeleton purely because I got addicted to running. But it takes about a month for me, like a month of regular exercise to get addicted to the adrenaline and to become, I mean, adrenaline junkie is a stupid term, but it's real. Like it's the reason that runners start to feel awful if they can't run. Mm. But ultimately it's a good state to be because you want to exercise, then you do it, then you're happier, then you become fitter, then you become happier again. I guess what really gives me hope about it is the way that it isn't just that tick in their box. It isn't just the kind of... um, the, the like almost the Farmville future of the world, which I guess this TED talk talks no, about. It enriches your about. life rather than just sort of grabbing your lizard brain and forcing you well, to do something. Well, it's the fact they have got this narrative element as well, and they have got this idea of like, okay, well, it's going to be like an ongoing story with characters and yeah. and stuff like re- reappearing themes. So it means that you're kept going for like more than one reason. So this is, is the something thing. that I think, yeah. If you play Farmville for six months and I don't, your life's probably worse. If we both run for six <laughs> months and I use Zombie Run and you don't, my life's probably better because I've got to enjoy all these stories and characters and I've got a base I'm attached to on my phone and I'm going to keep running. And also, I should add, when you finish the story campaign of Zombies Run, there's another campaign you can pay for and they're hard at work on the fourth right now. So it's a con- it really is a continuing. It's narrative. fascinating. It's fascinating, and I think it really does boil down to like kind of something I think a lot at the moment about games in general, and the fact that it's like, what do you take away from this? You know, what what what's the takeaway? And I find that sometimes there are games where like the experience, the, the mechanical experience of watching numbers going up and getting the, the sensation of being like, this is nice, and the bits tickling my brain the right way, 
really great at the time, but then when you finish with it, when you're done with it, you can often walk away feeling very empty. And I think a lot- <laughs> Last time I was on this podcast, we were both hypothesizing how we'll feel when we stop playing Destiny. Absolutely, right? And I mean, this is the thing as I think about this, but then the more I think about that, and I thought, think about this a lot, because obviously I, in, between, <laughs> in between trying to do exercise, I do play a lot of Destiny. Um, but I kind of feel better about it in the fact that in it, what I will take away from it is lots of shared experiences you know at the moment I'm like I've loved doing the cheese over Christmas me and my friend Richard have been getting up early in the morning on Tuesdays and just having our fill of raid cheese for those who don't know cheese it's just basically just sort of like slightly cheating the system to get things that you shouldn't be able to get because of loopholes and errors in the game that weird rocks out. you stand on where enemies can't hit but you but it hasn't mattered because part of the game is enjoying this this numerical curve of watching things go up and watching things get better and getting new things but another big part of it is the shared experience and having fun with friends and I kind of feel like now I won't be annoyed in the end because I know that I'm having a great time and I will carry away from that social the social memories whereas I think with some games as well like you kind of get that burnout when you realize that the numbers are effectively pointless which is I think something that you hit eventually with everything and I think a lot of these apps and tracking things and especially fitness apps like oh well done you've got 10 fitness coins today and it's like (laughs) that might tap into your brain and get you enticed and get you addictive but then when it gets to the point where something snaps and you go but this doesn't none of this means anything yeah you you need something else to fall back on so i totally agree so it's cool that w1 gives you a story rather you know this narrative to hang on to when the numbers stop meaning anything because i'm sure at some point i'll stop caring that i'm developing a base when I've finished it or whatever. That's the thing. Why did I care about this ever? But you have the story. The other thing that you get out of Zombie Run that I think is uh, something for people who design these fitness apps or just life apps in general to take away from is that because of the narrative, Zombie Run is capable, capable of producing emotions in me. And like I always said that I liked games that would make me feel anything, whether that was delight or fear or anger, like... These are the reasons that I play for these games to just conjure emotions out of me. And that's when I really feel like I'm engaging with the hobby. And I've been wondering about that because I've been wondering about, because I found the same thing. Like there are moments where like there's a moment in the in the first episode, and I won't talk about it because it, I won't spoil it because it is kind of fun. But there's a moment that almost like initially went very quickly from being like very sad to being really funny. Yeah. And, and then it, goes, and then goes like tumbles to, right over and becomes horrifying again. Yeah. And it's like, this is really interesting and I kind of wonder because the acting isn't that great it's a bit like it's patchy but I wonder if there's just something about the nature of having all of this like the blood pumping and endorphins going that you're just maybe a bit more emotionally susceptible Uh to stories and stuff I mean it's a bit like you're not just training alone you're training with people and you're able to develop those emotional bonds to those people and those names those stupid jokes and uh, (laughs) yeah and just as a final thing, um, the thing that the app gave me is I've turned intervals on for some of my runs if I'm feeling brave. An interval training in zombie run basically means that occasionally the app will go zombies 100 meters and you have to sprint and you have to sprint for probably about maybe 60 seconds and then it'll tell you whether the zombies caught you, at which point you dump a load of the equipment you've been collecting to distract them, which is awful, <sighs> or you get away. Do you get bonus stuff if you get away? Nope. Wow, that's no, just horrible. Then. It's it's well, it's a zombie. I mean, it it's that's good. The point, I guess. It, when you turn it on, and because when the, when you start a mission, you hear the the noise of the gates of the township opening, and it's this big boop boop, and the grind of gears and the doors open, and when you have intervals turned on, 
you feel like, okay, here we go again. You feel like that runner that they're all like, okay, come on, thanks for doing this run of five and going out there and you're like, fuck you. Yeah, that's and the thing. I kind of think that's that's the, the real experience of it to get into it. I haven't had the balls to switch it on yet, but it's bad. I think that the thing i got to get across is just, it's just because we haven't, I haven't heard about this stuff and I'm just so impressed by it. And I really feel like so much of what I've seen about um, in the past about apps and games trying to be like, hey, let's make life fun, have done it in such a like crass numerical... Yeah, like a very corporate, very safe way. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's like Wii Fit is fine, but it's like just the most bland numbers on a bland screen. It is that Orwellian 1994, do your push-ups please. Yeah, but like, whereas zombie numbers run... better, numbers better, numbers yeah. higher. And it's like... And yeah. suddenly we're being presented with this future where it's like, hey, what if we could tickle the lizard part of your brain and make you do tasks in your life that improve your life but also, you know, make it sexy, make it funny. Give it something else, yeah. Give it heart, I guess. So I guess what I want to say, actually, is if you are, like, on these sort of things, obviously on YouTube, as you know, all the comments are off, but if you do want to go to the subreddit, there's a link usually in the YouTube video if you have any other, because I just feel like, I feel like it's been a massive, because it's the only thing in this arena which I am just now familiar with. I don't know what other things, but yeah, feel free if you do have some other things. If you're listening to this going, oh, there's something else that's like this that's really good as well, do come along and post about it just so other people, you know, if they, if people are listening to this and thinking, yeah, maybe this is a chance for me to actually like play a game that does actually get me a bit fit, then uh, do go and check that out and hopefully have some other cool suggestions. You know what else? From. They, uh, if you're listening to this, you should totally post on the Matt Lee's Reddit if you've just started running and maybe Zombie Run is, Zombies Run is getting you into running for the first time because God, it feels good to announce to people that you've, just started this exercise room and have other people say, yeah, me too. And to I feel together. like I know what I'm like. I get into fads, I get into stuff, but I don't really care. It's like, even if I just end up doing this for about a month, if I spend a month going like running two or three times a week, like, that's huge. That's, that's insane. That's like more running. I mean, I, more than I've ever done. Like I'm already running for like 25 minutes at a time, which is like, I've never done that before. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> it's boring. I could be playing a game. But now um, you are. I don't know. It's, it's. I think it's something about games breaks a part of your brain forever if you really get into them of like feeling like it's the way that the game systems work. I believe this anyway, that like the way game systems work is they do end up making this thing where you start to treat your days in a way that you treat games of efficiency. And the problem is, because we like games, we like fun. And so, so it means you start to get to this habit of being efficient about your fun and being like, well, I could go and do some push-ups for 10 minutes, but I could spend 10 minutes just playing a game. And you always end up just being like, almost trying to juggle your day around in a way which like makes it more efficient, where it's like, I've managed to trick my brain into thinking that going for a run is the same thing as playing a game. So for that, even if it only works for like a month, that's worth a couple of quid. <laughs> I love that. Um, and then I'll, you know, look for something else afterwards. So we've definitely sold the, the easier half of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like, because we've been really getting into this uh, lately just because it's just a good thing to do. But the other thing I've been quite surprised by, and this is something, this is like completely analog. There's no digital side to this now whatsoever. So but it is a game. It is a game. And this is something, this may be the point that people start going, Jesus Matt, I, love, I listen to this because it's a video game podcast. What the hell are you doing? But uh, another thing I've been getting really into lately is bouldering, which okay. is basically... The sexy name for which is climbing. Climbing. The sexiest name for which is climbing without ropes or any kind of safety lessons Grr, whatsoever. Like a bear on a wall. Oh, I've made it sound too masculine. Basically, you go into a place, there are walls, and you climb it. If you've liked climbing trees as a kid, it's that. It is. It is. But what's fascinating about it is it is so much like 
a video game. Mm -hmm. Well, not even like a specific one, but it taps (laughs) into the exact same parts of the brain. And that's blown my mind just because I've never been able to get into any form of like exercise thing because I just get bored. Because often the problem is, as we said at the very start, sports are very much about team exercises and team exercises can be fantastic fun if you're in a tight-knit team of people who you know and love. Mm -hmm. That's when I can imagine like something like football or any other team sport that would be amazing. Yeah. Camaraderie. Often it ends up being this bollocks power struggle thing where you're just like, oh, that guy's... He thinks he's running around yelling orders. I think if you don't really get on with everyone you're doing it with, (laughs) then a power... Adding like a hierarchy to things in the team can quickly get like... Well, I don't know. I've just no time for it. I've never really been good with hierarchy and power figures. If somebody's a power figure and I think they're a dick, I'm just like, I'm not doing this. I'm leaving. You Goodbye. just walk away I pretty much just go... That was basically my last year at school, was just like, oh, you know what? Screw you. It's pretty much the same. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really have any respect for you guys, so I'm just not going to listen to you. But in a, in a polite way, I'm just going to disappear and do something I'm else. just going to disappear. You <laughs> made that sound like did. Just sort of smoke bomb level. I didn't go to like half of my lessons when I was doing my A-levels. It was really bad. I had to sit down with like the principal or whatever, and he was like, I was a sub-principal. He was like, oh, Matt, you've not been going to German for like three months. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I was exactly I really don't like it. And he's like, well, I think you need to start going. I was like, oh, all right. And that was it. <laughs> Easy. That was definitely, I do remember the moment that someone at school told me like, you know, you of course, you if you can't make a lesson, you don't have to. And I was like, wait, what? I don't, sorry, I don't have to come to <laughs> lessons. <laughs> and then I, that was, ironically, I ended up writing about video games at home rather than being at school. So. I know, right? Imagine that. But uh, yeah, so you've got this element of like, team games can be a problem with that because it means if you're not with people who you respect and like working in a system, that then it can be not a lot of fun. And also like even individual sports, a lot of the time it is, so much of sport is just based on pure competitiveness. And I've, I am competitive, don't get me wrong, um, but I'm not that interested in winning. Like, at the point at which I think I can't win, I'm so happy to just go, I'm not going to win. And that's something that in the world of sports is often frowned upon. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if that's an attitude. Yeah, no, just be like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that's why I like playing games. I love playing board games because for me, it's more about the enjoyment of the game, enjoyment of trying to do it. And and if you can't do it, that's fine, Uh, which is something that doesn't gel. So my half of this, uh, and the reason that I would never be interested in climbing and would never go, and it's clearly awful, is that I just imagined, like, I I have no time for anything I don't have control over, you know? Like, Mm. in my environment, I cannot walk into a room and have someone teach me how to use a rope. I don't want to have to sign documents. I don't want to have to be part of a team. I want to be able to arrive when I want to, leave when I want to, and... You know, this is what leads to me being self-employed and having my own website and writing about board games because apparently that's where my life leads me. And it turns out, though, that climbing is none of these things. It, it so barely fits the description of a sport or exercise as we would know it. And it's just a puzzle game. Mm. And so what I would get people to picture is everyone's seen those weird climbing walls which have like lots of different colored things and they're like speckled. So you have red handholds and blue handholds. The way those work, and this is the first step towards realizing why climbing is awesome, is each color represents a route. So to get to the top of a route, you know, to finish it, you might pick like the easy ones, which are say green, and then you would only climb using green handholds and footholds. So you look at the wall and 
all the other colors fade away and then it's just green. And at the simplest level, you're just going up and down stuff that is basically a ladder. I like the fact that everybody, the first level and the place we go is just white with greens and everyone calls it, like white with green dots on it and everyone just calls them Yoshis because they yeah. look like Yoshi eggs. And it's quite fitting. Oh, the Yoshis, they're easy. But it's lovely because you start off and it's basically just a light, gentle muscle workout. Nothing here. I'm just climbing up and down this thing. Nice. It's and, kind of fun. And it's anyone who has ever climbed a tree or wished to climb a tree would enjoy this. Absolutely. But then you start to get to the more complicated ones and then suddenly it starts to do interesting things to your brain because it's this thing of being like, okay, these are physically challenging things that require you to do things that often your body doesn't think that you're capable of doing. And that's exciting enough in itself because it's that classic thing of the number of times I've got halfway up a wall and found myself there precarious and thinking, I can't do this, and then just coming back down and going, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not physically capable of doing this. I can't do it. And then as soon as I'm back on the ground, I look up at it again and go, and I just do it again. <laughs> and the only other thing I've ever encountered that's made me do that before is video games. It's the way that, like, you can't do it. No, I can't do it. I can do it. One more try. <laughs> of just being that stubbornness of, like, yes, I can. And, like, no, one more try. One more try. Now, the final step, on top of everything Matt and I have told you, to understanding why climbing is awesome is basically feeling like you're in Assassin's Creed. As and, nothing, yeah. and that this is the final, like, the glue that holds all of this together is it's a good workout, you feel good, you look at things, you have incredible satisfaction of getting to the top of tiny little roots, which take maybe 20 seconds to climb each. You barely get, like, 12 feet off a wall and you jump down. But for the duration, you are Altair. <laughs> that was a reference to the first Assassin's Creed. I can't even remember the name. You are uh, Ezio. Ezio you in the second one. Black flag, you're a dude with blonde yeah, hair. You're a pirate. He was a, you're a pirate. pirate. Whatever. Whatever but you want to be, you're one of them men with big coats. You're Spider-Man. It doesn't matter. You're going up a wall and you f you're a cat burglar. You're Batman. I don't care. You're awesome. <laughs> you're getting up this wall. And I think actually the other, the other really important thing is it's like it kind of combines that kind of deeply competitive I need to do this. Like competing with yourself of being like you can do this yeah. but I can't. One more try, one more try. With the fact that it's like a puzzle game. that Each of the routes are, are referred to as problems. Mm -hmm. And at first you don't notice that because it is just like, hey, can you climb a tree? Well, then you can climb this wall. But then it becomes these odd things where, uh, and, you know, I, I've been going with other people and it, it's great fun. Like, we've been a couple of times and it's just like, you just look at these things and you go, how do you do this? And before, before you even physically start trying to climb it, you have to like look at it and come up with a strategy of being yeah. like, maybe you could put your leg there and then twist up and push up there. And, and they, they, they already seem like quite complicated, but sometimes you get halfway up and then it's like, we have that thing of, it's almost like spoilers of being like, you oh, have somebody yeah. going, do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah. <laughs> cause you're like, uh, stuck halfway up, not sure what to do. And I, you, the other person's got like a wider view of it. And they're like, I think I know what you've got to do. And you can go, no, I want to work it out. And, it's just, it's that weird thing of like, some of them as they get harder become like these weird puzzle games. Like some of them are so obscure. You look at it and go, how the, how do yeah, you do if that? If you look at the hardest like, level ones, you don't even have to climb them. You can practically have a workout looking at them yeah, just, just trying like, to think about it. This combination of having like, you know, decent strength and balance, but also like being able to physically work out how you can do that. It's mm -hmm. just weird. It's like a physical puzzle game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's... And if you're, so, if you're someone like me who just, every time I go past like a big, like, you know those play areas for kids in like fast food restaurants or like... Oh God, yeah. Yeah, you know where they're like a big netting and there's a slide you go And we're down. not allowed to play in them anymore. We're not, but climbing is that for adults. It, and I just it's true. I wish someone had told me because it is that thing of like, you don't even notice that you're exercising because you're going up a wall and oh, I'm going down a wall. 
The thing I do want to say, though, as far as you say, like, spoilers, it, it is tons of fun going together, and one of us climbs a route, and then maybe at the end they sort of, like, stop a bit, and they, they finish it, and they climb back down, and they're like, they're like ashen when they talk to you, and they go, uh, what, like, um... You, there's a there's a move in there. <laughs> there's a move you, in there. You, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna like that's that's mean. And you look at and you can't even see why it's awful. And you don't realize, for example, you get to the top, and what they did after the pause was put all of their body weight on their right toe, yeah. like and just pray that they don't fall off the wall. And you go, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't. It's scary. It has the same thing. I mean, obviously, what with a kind of something like Zombie Run, you get the two levels of uh, of. I think the difference is you need like. With running, it's going to take you a little while to improve, and often like it's going to be really fuzzy with like how much you're improving, how quickly. And sometimes running takes a while to get really good at. I yeah. think, and it's like I think that's why a lot of time people can't be bothered with it because really, you know, especially if you're a gamer, you want immediate feedback. You want to like see something you've done just then in that ten minutes. Yeah. Whereas with climbing, it's quite satisfying in the fact that you you see very fast like improvement after doing it a few times, and you start to just feel like because you're like creating muscles in your body that didn't exist before you find yourself able to like do things with your body that you just couldn't do before yeah it's, it's not like imagine if you were running in like one week you're like oh you've been running for two hours in total now it means now you can do like a mega jump <laughs> every five minutes you can jump for 10 meters you feel like that it's like fucking like some of the stuff i've managed to do whilst halfway up a wall like i physically i didn't think i could do mm -hmm. and it's like this satisfaction of being like, no way. Like, well, this, you didn't think you could do them because the week before you could. Yeah, that's the thing. And then you try again and you get that feedback because it's binary, you know? It's exactly like Super Meat Boy or something. You try yeah. a route, can't do it. Try a route, can't do it. You go and do something else and then you come back to that level that was giving you trouble, that problem that was and giving you trouble. And you can do it. And you do it and you reach the top and you're like, wow. In fact, uh, the climbing center that we go to Every colour you've got to think of as a world in platformer terms. And a world is made up of lots of levels, which are lots of routes. But uh, every world also has a boss, which is marked with an X. Or at least it used to be just before you showed up. And they'll do it again in future. But So yeah, you would be doing like the tiger-coloured routes. And you'd know there's an X and that's the boss. And oh, it's so tough and you can't do it. And maybe even you go on to the next world and you have that nemesis. You know, you have that route which you just can't do. I think it's fascinating. I don't think it was intentional. Obviously, the interesting thing with Zombie Run is it's like that was intentionally looking at a way of, of adding proper, gradual, incremental feedback and rewards for something which is fundamentally quite ongoing and dull. And something like this, which seems to have just maybe a bit more stumbled onto something which just perfectly mirrors the, game the video psyche. game psyche of <laughs> yeah. being like, which difficulty do you want to try? Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm going to do this difficulty and then giving you lots of different ones of those difficulty try or like maybe step it up to the next difficulty or oh, that's a bit too hard, I'm going to step it down. But then having that binary thing of like, that often that doesn't work, like often being like success or fail can be a real state where which turns people off. But because you've got the ability to be like, all right, I can't do hard mode. I'm going to go back down to normal. And get better and then come up. And it's just... Yeah. It's fascinating. It's two very different approaches to kind of uh, having that kind of real, almost game-style feedback and game-style systems. Yeah. In terms of like, but actually doing something that has a long-lasting value. I mean, I agree. And the crazy thing that this does ultimately to exercise is it's not just... It doesn't make you enjoy exercise. Because, it. I mean, the exercise is fun in the in zombie run and zombies run and climbing. What it does is it makes you excited to go again. Yes. Because the great thing about exercise, unlike video games, is when you play a video game, you get better or you don't. With exercise, you can do the thing and then your body gets better while you're walking around. <laughs> while you're asleep, your body is building muscle and improving. So if you feel you know stiff the next day and then you, 
you eat, you know, like a bunch of protein, you have some, some eggs that morning. And then, yeah, like the next day you go climbing, you, you are stronger. And it, that is a great thing for a gamer to be doing other things, to be at work or to be playing video games and knowing that in the background, your body is improving. Like that does wonderful things to my brain. Absolutely. And I think at the moment, especially at the moment, there's a lot of rumors going around about uh, what Nintendo are doing next with their life improvement thing. Yeah. There's loads of pieces around this at the moment. In case you haven't heard, it's this idea that um, it may be because yeah, it's pretty a given now that the Wii U is just never going to be a commercial success. So they need to start doing something else. And it seems like they might actually be moving on to not having another, like not a Wii U 2 or even a Wii 2, but actually having a system of some sort, what form it will be, no one really knows, but something a bit more focused, not even on games specifically, but just on life improvement, something which will make your life better. And I mean, lots of speculation at the moment of what, what that would be. But at the same time, the success they had with Wii Fit, which now in retrospect looks a bit threadbare and basic, yeah. it's quite an exciting time. And I think that the idea actually, like the ways in which we can start actually putting... Um, like these elements into the real world and encouraging people to, to do things in real life but in a game-like way feels a lot more optimistic I mean, now it, than it, it did. I would say even encouraging is the wrong word. It just augments, you know? Like, yeah. that is probably the word I would use to try and get, you know, people who, are, who identify as geeks or gamers to, uh, to take up these exercises. It's not just, hey, get out the door and go for a run. It's like, we're going to make going for a run awesome and you can come or not. And that's, that's what climbing is for me, you know? It's not just... Uh, hey, you know, maybe you'll get better this time. You'll get better at climbing. It's like, no, it's an inherently awesome thing to do now. Yeah. Because you're not climbing a rock. You're climbing these routes which are divided into levels and worlds and yeah. you can buy loot. Like, Matt jokingly calls the climbing shoes that I bought raid boots <laughs> after, like, an MMO because they are gear that make me better at the sport but are also expensive and you need to, like, save up and make I sure. I think it's just the excitement of seeing all the stuff ahead of you and, and just knowing, like, you know... Uh, it's funny how with like something as simple as like with the with zombie run, it's like I'm just it's just getting me out there every day and just getting the gradual increase. It's not asking me to like commit to a long term thing. It's just being like I just want to keep doing it at the moment and seeing how I get on with it. Whereas with yeah. climbing, it's like I know what I want to achieve on it. It's like I've kind of I've done the Yoshis, I can do the black ones, I've done the tigers, I'm onto the blues now. But it's like I'd like to like you sort of think, oh, I'd like to be able to do those ones. And you sort of think <laughs> I'm a long way off. But you think if I keep doing this, I'll be able to do that. Being able to see that, like, you know, being able to physically see a target and know that you will be able to reach it, mm -hmm. rather than just watching, like, you know, watching the World Cup on telly and being like, I will never be good at, as good at football as those people. I mean, and there's such, like, awesome skills to have as well. Like, if you take a sport, you know, like... Well, it's pretty pointless. I mean, rock climbing is a... No, 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 bear with if me. I'm in a bus, <laughs> if I'm in a bus crash in a ravine... And then, yeah, I you'll be, be hanging on as they scream and go plummeting. <laughs> no, because if you're good at football and you... I mean, this is the thing that, like, geeks joke about. Like, oh, he kicked the ball into the goal. You know, that whole streak of, like, oh, the, the team won the game point. And, I mean, I used to work for Rock Paper Shotgun and there was this endless making fun of football because it's kind of an inherently ridiculous activity. But you know what? When you can run really fast, you feel like a superhero. When you can climb a wall like Altair, you feel like a superhero. These are things that are great for your ego as well as just, you know, just being happy. I think it's also a sustainability thing with happiness, yeah, because I noticed that a thing that with video games as I get older, and this is something that maybe 
I'm not sure, maybe some of the younger people listening to this won't have got this far into this podcast. They would have just gone, actually, no. <laughs> but I think once you start to get into, like, you know, I'm, I'm 30 in a couple month, next month, I think. Mm-hmm. When you get to, like, this sort of age, um, it's not just a case of, like, you know, vanity and stuff of being like, oh, I want to keep in shape. You start to realise that, like, if you spend a whole weekend just sitting in front of your computer and not really moving and just, you know, making a cup of tea every now and then playing video games, when you're a kid, that's just plain amazing. But when you're an adult, sometimes not going out for a few days and not moving for a few days, Makes you feel a bit bleak. Like it's, <laughs> it has a it has a side effect that maybe like, it's know, because our bodies are shutting down because they think we're dying. I don't like, know. Is this it? Is this the end? But okay. I kind of feel like if I want to keep up this lifestyle of playing lots of video games, the only way to like sustainably do that is to make sure that every now and then I'm actually like getting the blood going around my body and actually like keeping my body. You kind of have to work harder in between. Well, it's like you want to sit down doing nothing for ten hours. Fine. Well, you know. Maybe do some exercise for half an hour so your body doesn't start switching off. But for me, it's it's about like almost the opposite of that. It's like it's not there's not a division between exercise and games anymore. It's like, I mean, as much as over the course of last year the word gamer has become like has has, has just awful connotations. But if you play a lot of games, exercise can now be games as well that's like, what I mean you're, and I, yeah, you're, and I think a lot of the people who you know uh, might be like I'm a gamer would like probably be going oh this isn't this isn't games this isn't real yeah it turns out dude like, it's as like much you as... know like, no that's not the way it works it's like I'm I'm incredibly excited to discover at the moment that like I can actually do all this stuff that I previously just could not be asked to do now in a way which is augmented with stuff which makes me really enjoy doing I mean this is the thing you went swimming I used to do weightlifting but ultimately these are boring activities boring, yeah. yeah but no it's like hey if you look in this field if you go running with zombies around or you go climbing, like bouldering specifically, these are two just beautifully like gamified activities which tap into your like lizard brain as much as any video. Game Absolutely. Does. So this has been a weird episode, but I just thought we'd throw it out there. It's New Year. If people are sitting around going, you know, I kind of fancy doing something else then, you know, you've got two options there. But bouldering and climbing can be a bit more expensive and a bit more difficult to yeah. do because you have to be near a big city and it's kind of more of a treat. But run, zombies run is something that's pretty cheap and it's like if you've got, a smartphone you can just get that and get going so give it a go if you fancy doing something like that and you want to turn your life into sort of a weird exercise game then give it a go and see how you get on also if you do have any suggestions for other stuff that's similar that we just don't know about uh, then do let us know and yeah a weird episode but we'll continue with Darth Souls usually very soon I've, I've, I've been actually, playing I'm, loads of games I'm quitting Darth Souls because I'm what? just I'm going to go climbing forever forever I'm just I'm going to be a climbing journalist no, I don't want to be a climbing journalist oh, those magazines are weird that's the amazing future when we get holodecks where you can play a game called Climb Forever which is just an endless cliff <laughs> you keep climbing it and then eventually if you fall you don't die because it's not real it just sounds I like want to live on a spaceship no Matt please goodbye everybody. goodbye